0: This is Michael Lee, and you are listening to The Watchlist with Patty and Bill, a cinematic soundscape.
1: Welcome back to The Watchlist with Patty and Bill. Make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts, and you can catch up on all of our back episodes and add to your list of things to watch by going to thewatchlistpod.com Connect with us on social media, at symbol Pirate Alice, at symbol Bill Ivory Larson, at symbol The Pod, and if you just happen to listen on Apple, please give us a five-star review. Please, with sugar on top. We would appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm going to keep a few things short this week. Okay. Because I really want to talk about Barbie.
0: I haven't seen it yet. Okay. Yeah, sorry.
1: No, don't be sorry. Don't be sorry. Uh, I was
0: going to go. Yeah. I was thinking, yeah, I'll go. And then I didn't. <laughs> That's about
1: There's an excuse how for it you. Worked. I was going to go, yeah, but I didn't.
0: But I didn't. I sat on my couch and was like, no.
1: Sorry. I'm right. not leaving. Sorry.
0: Right. I'm just going to stay home.
1: So I've got three things this week, actually. I do too. Sweet. So why don't you kick us off this week?
0: I will start with an absolutely shitty movie that's hmm. on Paramount Plus. It stars Jonathan Rhys Meyers. What? Yeah. Wow. He plays Sam, and after a near-fatal car accident, he wakes up to discover he is trapped in an abandoned hospital by mysterious and sinister forces that have no intention of letting him go.
1: Well, of course not. If you wake up in a sinister hospital, how dare you think that you're gonna get out of this?
0: Exactly. You uh-huh. got some crazy old guy chasing you down, trying to kill you, and then you kill him, but then he comes back and he's still trying to kill you. and then you got some giant, like, nurse ratchet, you're supposed to be in bed, and then faceless people and regular people, and it's just, a hot mess. This movie is a fucking hot mess. What's
1: the name of this movie?
0: Oh, I didn't tell you the name of this shitty movie. No, you didn't. I'm so sorry, because it's so shitty. It's called Disquiet. Okay. Yeah, Not the best title. No. And it came out this year, and I'm assuming it came out this year straight to Paramount Plus because it's that shitty. I mean, I can't imagine anybody paying to see this piece of crap. Okay. Uh Uh-oh. Hello? I'm here. Are you there? I hear you a little bit. Okay.
1: I hear you a little bit.
0: Oh, there we go. Is that better? Oh, that might be better.
1: Yeah, that's better. Okay. I heard that this is a shitty movie. It's shit all the way around. It's shit. Oh, my God. This is shit. Jonathan Reese Myers? Fuck that guy. Yeah, shit movie. What's it called? Who Gives a Shit? Disquiet on Paramount Plus. (laughs) basically what i heard
0: (laughs) i can't imagine anybody paying for this absolute crappy ass movie no it is just so dumb it's just dumb don't waste your time if you if you've got paramount plus don't watch it (laughs) watch any of the other billions of things that are out there like you know good omens 2 has started up on prime but i haven't watched it yet and i think i might
1: yeah i think we might too because uh we're struggling with, with what to watch as well. One of the things that I have. Are you done with this shit? Cause that, is,
0: that is all it needs. Yeah, that's all the talk that one needs.
1: All right. Sorry, Jonathan Rees Myers. Hope you climb yeah. out of the toilet. All right. Um, so the first thing I have <laughs> is um, Justified City Primeval. It is the limited series based on Justified, starring Timothy Oliphant. And right now, you can watch it on Hulu or FX. It airs on FX, and then it streams later on Hulu. And it is... So, He, uh, have you ever watched Justified? It's a really good show. I believe I did. All right.
0: Remind me what that's about.
1: Well, it, it's about a, a U.S. marshal who used to... Well, in this movie, used to live in Kentucky... And he mm-hmm. was actually dealing with a lot of gangster shit down in Kentucky, good old boys type stuff. And it, it, the old series is too hard to explain, but this series has him leaving Kentucky, and he now lives in Miami with his daughter. Uh, and what it what happens is he gets he runs across this really bad bad dude. And um yeah. Who who already who already well I'm just reading the synopsis here. I know, he actually, funny. Yeah. And um he's violent, sociopathic, who's already slipped through the fingers of Detroit's finest, and he commits a high profile murder. And it's up to Timothy Oliphant's character to help catch him while protecting his daughter and doing things as close to buy the book as possible. Because there's also a lawyer who's been assigned to the bad guy. Who works for him for reasons. But is successful at getting him out of trouble for reasons. I'm not going to spoil it for you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I got to tell you, I'm, I, I like this show because I really loved Justified. Laura was really into Justified like really in the Justified and got me into it. I didn't see the first couple of seasons of it, but I jumped in. It was good. Okay. This show is really good, except for the daughter character. So I Mm. asked her, I asked Laura, who is this daughter character? Was she in the original series? And apparently she was mentioned in the original series, but never a factor. Hmm. But now, Timothy Oliphant's real daughter, Vivian, plays his daughter in this. And, you know, she's of course precarious and doesn't do what she's supposed to do. And I kind of feel like her character is there just to create tension with the bad guy. Okay. Which in the first couple of episodes already happens. And her character really does nothing else so far. But other than that, I'm I'm really digging this show, Justified City Primeval. It just dropped. Huh. Uh so it's it's brand spanking new. And yeah, first episode air date was July the oh god, I'm blind as a fucking bat. July 18th. But yeah, check it out, especially if you have uh watched Justified before. Check this out.
0: So, my second thing is like a I don't know, it's one of those docu series type things, but it's been on for apparently a really long time. It's on Paramount Plus right now, well, starting from season eight through whatever. It's called Air Disasters. This is all about airplane crashes. And oh Dwight God. started watching it, and I'm like totally sucked in because I like these sorts of things. I know, but... They they talk to survivors, the captain of the plane, uh, some of the investigators of the crash, those folks, and then they tell you what happened in this particular air disaster. And then what I like about it is that they take what they've learned and they find out. They tell you what changed in the whole process of like air travel to make that not happen again, or to work towards it not happening again. Like one airline crash, the seats are supposed to be rated for a certain level of G-force, so they don't shift around and crush people and stuff. And in this one particular crash, they learned that, sure, the seats were rated properly and they were better than they were meant to be, but the floor came apart the floor of the plane came apart so like it doesn't matter how great your seats are if the floor is going to come out from underneath them so that was a learning they took to better craft the plane so that kind of shit doesn't happen again and then they look at like maybe some of the controls are confusing or not set up right or and that kind of thing and it's it's i find that really interesting um so if you're into that if you don't mind watching a show about airplane crashes
1: well that's what i was just about to say this is a so you're watching and i and i'm not trying to treat this lightly at all but you're literally watching a train wreck except instead of a train it's a plane Mm -hmm. and you're and you're finding out all the myriad reasons why people died right yeah yeah exactly my question is what is the appeal? Just morbid curiosity? Um
0: I guess, but I like I like hearing how how this happened and how they're going to make it not happen again. Hmm. Like one of the earlier crashes happened with an American Pan Am plane landing in I wanna say it was Spain. And because of the way the air traffic control guy was explaining what you know where to land the runway on the right versus I don't know how he was supposed to be saying it there was a big problem
1: and you said Dwight found this
0: yes he likes these kind of things too
1: oh my god where is this
0: this is on paramount plus it's called air disasters it's uh i want to say it was um smithsonian channel show
1: okay I just i i am sorry. I just can't watch something like that. But that
0: that's, you don't need to watch that. I, there's a specific audience for these kind of things, and yeah. I, me and Dwight are that audience, and there might be other people who are too. Okay. Okay.
1: Well. The, well, the next thing I. I watched, mean, you
0: watch Below decks, man. So whatever. hey,
1: hey, hey, hey. Below hey, decks. Hey, hey, hey. Below deck. Hmm. And here is where I will actually... Below
0: deck, not below decks, sorry. That's yeah. lower decks, and that's a different thing completely. And that's
1: a totally different Star trek <laughs> thing altogether. But I watch below deck because it is mindless entertainment. And and the worst thing that happens on that show... Actually, the, wor- the one worst thing that I saw on that show is that the ship ran into really heavy weather. But on a usual episode, the worst thing that happens is that there's drama between the paying customers and their bullshit requests. (laughs) That's the drama on that show. And it's full of pretty Mm -hmm. people going to pretty places on a pretty boat. So anywho. All right. The next thing I have is actually something I just found because I, I really wanted a third thing this week because I didn't want to seem like I'm slacking.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Uh it is a new Netflix show called Survival of the Thickest. And it is a, it's a show about a plus sized black woman who is newly single after her boyfriend cheats on her, uh having to rebuild her life as a as a clothing stylist.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: And, and I gotta tell you, it's it's charming as fuck. And I and I like it because The woman who is the star, Michelle Bouteau, and I swear to God, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. She she does a very good job of voicing why it's different for her being a plus sized woman. And when I say a plus sized woman, I'm not talking about, you know, bullshit, like, quote, unquote beauty ideas of what a plus sized woman is like a size eight or ten. You know, she's actually a plus-sized woman, and she's gorgeous. And the show sets her up to be gorgeous and badass and all that. So she literally just needs to, you know, rebound, and she does it in very funny ways. I think there are some tropes in this. Like, she moves in with a batshit roommate. Um, We'll see where that goes. Um, And then, of course, there's drama with the ex-boyfriend. But I really like what the show says about body positivity and how she expresses herself. And, and I just find it, I find it hilarious. I, I actually really, really like this show. So if you're looking for something light uh, and, and you're looking for a nice comedy, that actually does make you smile. Survival of the Thickest on Netflix. It just dropped on July 13th. And um, yeah, there you go. There's your summer show. Cool. Okay.
0: Are all the episodes available?
1: Um. Yes, all of the episodes are available.
0: Okay. All right. My last thing is a movie that is currently on Peacock. Again, this is another one that Dwight found. It's called Polite Society. It was released in the in theaters back in April, um, and now it's on Peacock. It is a, about a a in London a British Pakistani teenager. Named Ria Khan, she wants to be a stunt woman, and she's got uh, Eunice Huthart is her big like idol in the stunt woman world, and she makes all these YouTube videos of her martial arts training, and she gets her older sister Lena, who's like her bestest friend, to help her with you know filming her really bad videos, and uh, and. Lena has dropped out of art school and moved back in with her parents. And so the two of and she's been, uh, they're both like working on trying to reach their dream and that sort of thing. When uh, it they find out that Lena is maybe getting ma- an arranged marriage to uh, this guy, Salim. And that's when the wackiness, like, fucking crazy ass wackiness ensues we got Rhea the young teenager who at school she's trying to do her her stunt woman martial arts fights and just fails miserably and she she thinks there's some big conspiracy going on with her sister's marriage and she's upset that her sister's not going back to art school to be an artist and this is the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life it is ridiculous and goofy and it's awesome where is it it is on Peacock. It's called Polite Society. Cool. It is fucking hysterical. Awesome. This is like an amazing, way better movie than that other piece of shit.
1: You mean the piece of shit piece of shit that Jonathan <laughs> Rhys-Meyers is in that piece of
0: shit? Yes, that piece of shit. And this, this awesome movie is only 104 minutes long. Cool. <laughs> yeah, I highly recommend it. This is, this is great. All right. And, and speaking of great hmm
1: The last thing that I have to talk about is Barbie. Barbie Barbie. And I'll tell you what you know it, it was it was hard to be on board with Barbie when the trailers came out because a lot of what was in Barbie was hidden. When you see Barbie, you understand why.
0: mm hmm okay
1: for a, I think and I hang on one second here. Okay. Um it is to Greta Gerwig's credit that she takes something so that that could be so superficial and creates one of the best movies of the year from it. Oh. The themes that are in it are absolutely resounding and it is it is not what you expect it's it's actually and i will use this word but not in a bad way it's very subversive and it subverts your idea of what barbie is and what it stands for and i also like the imagery in this movie and it's it's very it's shown in the trailer so i'm not spoiling anything um barbie has to come to the real world for reasons so it it's subversive in that when you go into this you have to know not only pop culture type stuff but you also have to have an open mind not just as a woman but as a man because the 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 blatant text and the subtext of masculinity is addressed in this movie.
0: Is that why all the people are screaming it's woke and whatever? Yes, that's exactly it. And and and
1: they're all fucking idiots. Okay.
0: uh,
1: And I and I have to say this right now: there is nothing wrong with being awakened to something.
0: No, there isn't.
1: I am sick of I am sick of the word woke. First of all, it is grammatically incorrect. (laughs) Fuck you, Governor DeSantis. Besides being grammatically incorrect. There is nothing wrong with being enlightened about something. And if you have the balls enough to not only to not only consume what is new to you, but receive its message, kudos to you if you want people to because the opposite of being awakened is being asleep it's very much like the matrix governor fuckhead wants you to just go back to sleep go back to the way things were and not you know raise your hand about advanced. anything <laughs> right yeah as a matter of fact not even advance but regress fucking mm-hmm. slaves learn skills being slaves fuck oh you. fuck
0: that shit
1: anyway but what barbie does it it actually calls things on their shit and does it with the prettiest smile there is and that is amazing not to mention the fact that it's original yeah yeah totally it is an original looking it is an original originally written presentation So I highly recommend you go see Barbie. And not only that, if you feel like it and you can get tickets on a weekend, go. If you want to wait and see it on the cheap days, go. I already know people who have seen it two or three times.
0: Oh, wow. Okay.
1: And I will say this now, going on record for our tens of listeners this movie will get nominated for at least seven academy awards including best picture and i and i mean that wholeheartedly so barbie oh and by the way do yourself a favor and google barbie you'll get a nice little uh fireworks surprise
0: oh nice nice
1: but anyway that is barbie it is in theaters now and since it's a Warner Brothers project, I'm sure it'll end up on Max at some point. And I very much look forward to streaming it multiple times. So there you go. That's my last thing. Okay. I do have a bone to pick, though. With? Fucking Marvel. Oh.
0: What did they do now? Can I go
1: on a little rant? Sure. I swear to God, it'll be short because actually we're doing pretty well with the, with the length of this show. Mm-hmm. So we just finished up uh, Marvel's Secret Invasion on Disney+. Plus. And usually, usually, you watch all these TV shows and you watch all these movies to get you from point A to point B. I've said that before and I'll say it again. You know, each thing is supposed to give you a piece of the puzzle for the next thing or for something down the road, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, not only was the ending of this show fucking anticlimactic, I usually go to Screen Crush and Ryan Airy, and he does a brilliant job of breaking down stuff. He is the guy, he is one of the guys and, and girls who... who sit down and meticulously go through shit to find Easter eggs and explanations and all that stuff. So kudos to that entire community so that we can go to YouTube and figure out (laughs) what did we miss? Well, during one of his videos, he showed the slate of Marvel's um, phase four. And it's ridiculous. And Laura and I are looking at each other like, fuck me. What, why are we watching all of this? And one of the complaints that Ryan Airy had, and I agree, was that the show had a small scale. Now, story-wise, it didn't have a small scale, but it felt small. And part of that is because there are so many fucking Marvel projects out there, they got to budget accordingly. it It was just... I'm tired. And I think I might be getting off the Marvel train for a while. And mm-hmm. I say that because you I've go been from the it br- for a while. Yeah, I mean, you you get the brilliance of something like WandaVision or Loki or um I I really liked Cap um uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. But now it's just so segmented into hawkeye and and this and more shit coming up and miss marvel and and i'm tired i officially have marvel fatigue and and i think we're going to hop off the train for a while not that i don't dig marvel movies and all that but they are not the end all and be all And part of how I can say that is because when you see a unicorn chaser like Barbie, Mm -hmm. you realize that superhero movies or the 10th Fast and Furious movie, which I dig, they aren't the end all and be all of cinema. And I even say that for Mission Impossible 7, which I liked very much. But to have something original out there is like a breath of fresh air. And it really makes me hunger for the days when Infinity War and Endgame were the end to that particular 10 years of Marvel. There's a part of me that wishes they had just stopped for a while.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: And, and given us a few years to just collect ourselves again and want more. And I don't want Star Wars to do that either, but I fear that it's going to. Mm -hmm. Because they have a very similar slate of shit coming up.
0: Yeah, they've got a whole ton of stuff, and it starts to get tired. And it's not new. Like, Polite Society, the movie I reviewed, that is, like, brand new. That is, like, original, and it's funny, and it's not the same shit you've seen over and over again. It's amazing. It was amazingly funny. Oh, my God, it was hysterical.
1: Yeah, and Survival of the Thickest, it really isn't new, it's just that instead of the typical girl who gets cheated on, this, this woman is a beautiful plus-sized woman. But at least that offers a different perspective. Yeah. I, I'm just tired of part 12 and 57 and all of that.
0: Yes. Yes, I am
1: too. And, as, and shout out to David. Um, he is one to say this. I'm mm-hmm. tired of old IP. Hollywood really needs to get off his ass, off its ass and not just pay people um, but but find new shit to do. I did Barb. I didn't do Enheimer. I know people who did you know Oppenheimer as well as the double feature and loved it. Laura's not gonna yep. see it. I'm gonna wait for it to mm-hmm. I'm I'm gonna wait for it to hit streaming and then I'll watch it so I can watch it break broken up. But
0: yes, I want certainly. new
1: shit now. I want new shit now. So that's it. That was just the rant that I had after the very right. underwhelming ending to Secret Invasion. Hmm. That's it.
0: I tried to watch it and I was like, meh and I stopped. Uh, I just I just it, couldn't I just couldn't get into it. I'm bored with all that I, shit. As, I just, you know, I, I've yeah, said repeatedly, I, I,
1: they and, and and I will say this and be and be done. Okay. I think what happens is Marvel sees all the money that's out there for these for these characters and this saga that they have, and whereas the the first ten year plan with Thanos as the Big Bad and the Infinity Gauntlet and all that other sort of stuff, at least then I felt like those were, were movies that I didn't have to know the fucking comic books to get. Or, or you know, that sort of thing. And if there, was, if there were two movies in a year, okay, so be it. But I didn't have to keep up with five fucking TV shows and extra movies and all this other sort of jazz. Sometimes you just need to leave well enough alone and let people digest and then giving, give them a second plate of, of content. That's it. <sighs> that felt good to get out.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Thanks for letting me rant. Um, but log on to thewatchlistpod.com, click on the Contact Us button, or engage with us on social media. Let us know what fatigues you about entertainment. I would really like to know. And if so, and you saw things like Barbie or Oppenheimer, were those good for you and do you want to see more of them? I would really like to know. And that's it. That's what I got this week.
0: All right. Same here.
1: Okay. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. (laughs) Okay. And uh, we'll be back next time, hopefully with stronger internet connections. And uh, we will chat with you soon. Yeah. Okay. Okay, Okay, bye. bye.